When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Track and field champs were at Newtown Park in Wellington and the best of the best that New Zealand has to offer and a few internationals turned up as well. And she was down there and I'm very pleased to welcome onto the show Sarah Cowley Ross. Sarah, first of all, welcome in. And what were the what was the atmosphere of the nationals like down there? Well, kia ora, Steffi. Uh, great to always have a yarn to you, and particularly about athletics. I must say, I can tell you the atmosphere at Newtown Park was quite electric. And that was because we saw amazing performances early on, and people showed up in, in great condition and really produced the goods at Nationals this year, that's for sure. Yeah, and I think, um, gosh, there's so many highlights. I was going to say my highlight performance, but there are so many. But Zoe Hobbs just gets faster and faster incrementally. Really professional athlete now, 25 years old. Uh, The first sub-11 second, albeit with a little bit of tailwind, she is on fire. She is on fire. And just also, that was her first race back from injury. So to come out in the heat, and run eleven oh seven one point eight following wind in the heat on in the heat on Friday morning. That was just mind blowing. Uh, and then she looked so good. No, no evidence of any injury. I can tell you that. Uh, and then she backed it up in the afternoon. And and really, it was it was a treat to watch. And for a long time, I've, I've talked over the weekend with lots of you know stalwarts in the athletics fans at, at the stadium and they just said to me I cannot believe we saw that on New Zealand soil uh, yes there was a bit of a illegal wind what we would say over 2.0 metres per second in athletics terms but uh, she still ran that fast and it is hugely exciting for Zoe Hobbs' future yeah, and I would encourage uh, Aucklanders to go to the Sir Graham Douglas International on March 16 and get just see in real life how fast that actually is. You don't really get an idea of it on TV, so go and witness it up close and personal. Tian Welpton as well in the men's 100 metres, his first victory. I was, I've been at a Nationals when he's torn his hamstring. Uh, he's had hamstring issues, so great that Tian can finally finally get a national title. Yeah, it really was, and it, it really uh, it meant a lot to him. Speaking to him after the race, he was just so stoked to get that monkey off his back. And you know, he's running really well. That time that he did again, slightly windy, ten uh, thirteen. Uh, that's really good points for him in terms of the world athletics uh, rankings for Budapest, uh, the World Championships uh, in Budapest later in the year. But he's a, he's a world class talent. Uh, Tian, and I think we'll see him in action, you know, at the Sir Graham Douglas go again, and uh, also in some Australian meets across the ditch for the rest of the summer. A pretty cool event for Portia Bing, who's a friend of this show as well, had her on a few times, winning the 400 metres 
title. Um, I think everyone was expecting that. But were you expecting her second place to Rosie Elliott in the 400 no hurdles? I thought that was pretty amazing for Portia to back up and do that. Yeah, it was It was a good backup. I think that that was the first time we've seen her in action over the four hurdles throughout the summer. She had a break uh, after the Commonwealth Games, had a huge year last year, and said she just needed to take some time away from the four hurdles, concentrate on her four flat speed, which we saw in the 400 flat. Rosie Elliott, amazing run at 52.39. So that's one lap of the track. In 52 seconds, and Portia was was creeping up behind her, and uh, just just a nick over 53 seconds. But Rosie actually said to me uh, after the race, I said, "Oh, great race, Rosie! You know what was it like?" And she said, "Have you ever had Portia Bing steam train uh, behind you coming into a home straight? It was terrifying." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know that that's the kind of athlete that Portia is. She didn't give up, but. Um, yeah, full credit to Rosie Elliott. She's a talent for the future, uh, and I know that you've talked to lots of times on your show, um, but I'm looking forward to seeing what she can do over the next few weeks with uh, with some quicker girls, some Aussie girls, to really challenge her. Um, just before we leave sprinting, actually, I, I just wanted to mention um, Adira Collette and Shayel Collette, a couple of youngsters uh, in the under-20s or under-18s even, I think, um, they're pretty rapid for 100 metre runners already. They are very rapid and they are lovely uh, young women, actually. I enjoyed uh, talking to them over the weekend. 11.61, tied for in the under 1800 metre final. And it was quite cool because Shayal has had the, the upper hand, I guess, all season of the, of the twins. And then Andera got this amazing start. And it looks like hers for the taking till 90 metres. And then Shale just crept up, lunged for the line, and dead heat. Uh, so separated by the thousands uh, and some really exciting prospects. Out of the Manawatu, the mighty Manawatu, Staffy, Whanganui, uh, and coached by George McConaughey, he's doing great things. Another one of his athletes, Angus Liver, uh, a junior, he... I would say he was an, an exciting talent to watch as well. 21-3 as a junior and really looks like looks like the goods for the future. A real character of uh, New Zealand athletics is Sam Tanner, who I mentioned on the show about, about a month ago. I had him on and I said uh, he'd been described to me as a surfer and a musician who's quite good at running, and he tended to, <laughs> he tended to agree with that. He made the rest of that field look second rate in the fifteen hundred metres. How how exciting a prospect is Sam Tanner? Oh, Sam Tanner, like you say, is a breath of fresh air. First of all, but in terms of his running talent, I just don't want to put any limits on this guy because he's he's he loves running. Like he just loves the 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 joy of trying to really lay it down to these other guys. And, and he's a huge talent, obviously, now at 331 last year at that Commonwealth Games final, which was unbelievable. And his, if you haven't watched his post-race uh, interview, then you really are missing out on uh, a pure joy of effort, I guess. But Sam was interesting. After the race, he, I said, are you tired? Like, you've been racing nonstop. 
from Whanganui to Boston to New York to Bathurst at the World Cross Country Championships, then to Melbourne at the Maori Plant Meeting, then race in the 5K on Thursday night at the Nationals. And he said, oh, come on, Sarah, it's just running. It's not that hard. (laughs) I was like, mate. Don't tell that to the four guys behind you because that was there were some good guys behind you got behind him, uh, but he wanted to hit the bell and basically do a four hundred uh, split of under fifty seconds. Insane, just just crazy. Um, speaking of crazy. speaking of backing up and having amazing uh, mileage in their legs, it'd be hard to go past Lauren Agle picking up the fifteen hundred five thousand meter double in the space of four days, that is some effort. It's a huge effort, and I think the 1500 title, particularly for Laura, was hugely meaningful because she's had some good battles with Becky Green, who it's great to see her in the form that she has been in this summer. And Lauren Agle did a PB in that 1500, so an exciting prospect uh, as she looks now to build for a European season. She was telling me yesterday And I can't wait to see her in some really fast races, pace well in Europe. Uh, She's she's a real talent, that's for sure. Laura Nagel, gutsy as, and that was evident over the weekend. Do you feel like Laura hasn't really believed in how good she could be? I think she came back from the collegiate system, and I spoke to her last year for locker room, and she sort of had this period of being in the wilderness. She said she really loved the training environment of the collegiate system, and then when she came back, she couldn't quite find find that same feeling. She's now got that in the North Harbour Bay Babes running group, and they are just all about running fast together and enjoying the journey as well. And so I think that what we will see from Laura is is exciting in the future, but it's also she's just taken a while to find her feet after coming back from the US system, as a lot of people do. Mm. Two more field events I want to talk to you about. Um, I, I don't need to talk to you about Hamish Kerr. He just won, as, as expected. Amazing season <laughs> for him. But Tom Walsh's 13-year reign as shot put champion is over. It's over. Jacko Gill yeah. got up and he got up very well, actually. If he... 2180, funnily enough, it's exactly as Tom Walsh's season best. So they enter now the international season with both having the same season best. But he really put on a very good display of shot putting Jack O'Kill. It was the first time that he's entered the circle for 2023. And Tom didn't have it on the day. So he'll, he's, he's not happy about that, I can tell you. But <laughs> credit to Jacko because it was a very good series behind his 2180 as well. Yeah, we spoke to Tom on Thursday, and uh, he said if anything gets him pumped up, it's when someone says, come on, Jacko. So I think in, <laughs> in the fullness of time, that defeat might serve Tom Welsh well as far as um, getting motivated to beat Jacko again, and I, I think that's brilliant. The last one, the return of the McCartney. Wins the pole vault, Eliza McCartney, after being out of out of our eyes, out of our minds, out of our sight for a long, long time. And she had Olivia McTaggart and Imogen Eris there to push her. What what a return to form for her. Yes, what a return. Seeing her height over the bar was was very heartwarming, Steffi. But I think more so seeing that smile back on her face 
it's no secret that she's had a roller coaster of a last uh, we few multiple years actually. Her first national title in six years. Uh, she did get the same height as Olivia McTaggart, so credit to Olivia. But Eliza, the steel in her eyes when she looked straight down the camera when I was interviewing her after her competition, saying, "I had that 471, and I'm going to get it very soon." So. 471 would be the A qualifier for the World Championships in Budapest. And to see that still back in her, that's what, gave, that's what was most satisfying to me. Yeah, absolute competitor. Um, you know, it's so good. Um, so, some amazing performances over the weekend. So to wrap up, Sarah, um, we're, in good, we're in good stead, aren't we, uh, New Zealand track and field? Oh, I, I walked away from the weekend thinking, We've got some really exciting talents out there. It's a new generation, and I think particularly the sprinters showed up. And when the Nationals was announced at Wellington, can be a little bit shifty with the winds, can get a little bit cold. <laughs> but I tell you what, uh, I don't think the sprinting community would be would be <laughs> would be mad about Newtown Park. One result I just want to highlight that we haven't talked about, Staffy, is in the women's high jump. Two hit athletes finished one and two. 187 for Alice Taylor. She started the season with a personal best of 173. So that's awesome. And Maddie Wilson, a PB, 184 silver. So the hip athletes really brought it to the high jumpers, which makes me happy. Up the hip athletes. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> good chatting, Sarah. Thanks heaps for joining us. Thanks, Daffy. Have a good one.